Good morning, afternoon, evening, or whatever time it is that you are joining to listen to my podcast. Uh, My name is Natalie, and today I decided I will be talking about Amy Tan. She was a Chinese-American writer, and a lot of her background is very interesting. A lot of people... I don't know, might not heard about her or just really don't know anything about her. And you know what? That's okay because I will teach you everything there is to know about her today. Growing up, Amy Tan had a hard childhood. She had... A lot of tragic experiences that she went through and she really she used her writing as an escape and it really you can see the person that she was and everything she went through it's really reflected in her writing as a child she experienced many many lamentable situations While she was young, she learned of her grandmother's suicide and how her grandmother left the mystery of her three children in China behind. She also learned of her mother's emigration from China and how that now impacts her life in America. While Tan was a teenager, her brother and father both died within six months of each other from malignant brain tumors, which is crazy. Both her brother and her father, the same type of death, who could who could imagine how she felt and how her mother felt and how everything around her just seemed crazy and it just didn't make any sense. I mean, how can you make sense of a situation like that? And after their deaths, her family moved to Switzerland. Following the move, her mother and youngest brother, Tan, began to rebel against the laws of society and was arrested. Years later, her mother, brother, and her moved back to America, where she planned to accomplish her mother's dream of becoming a neurosurgeon, which being a neurosurgeon or any kind of surgeon, a lot of school, a lot of time, and if you're really not into it and not into medical stuff and all of the health kind of stuff, then that's just a lot of school for no reason and that's exactly how it was for her she really didn't want to become a surgeon but her mother that's what she wanted for her so she went and she did it and soon after starting her studies she realized that she had a very very fervent interest in English literature and she decided to switch colleges and change her major which is no surprise seeing as she didn't want to do it in the first place but You know, she just wanted to make her mother happy. So seeing how she wanted to make her mother happy by going to school to be a neurosurgeon, you can see how much Tan respected her mother and how much she just wanted her mother to be happy. And this bond with her mother and all of these tragic experiences that she went through, she incorporates into her stories and this bond between the mother and the daughter is the center of 
the story, The Joy Luck Club. And the story, or the novel, it focuses on different stories of mothers and their daughters and different experiences that they had to go through. And in a lot of these stories, Tan uses her own personal experiences to tell the story. And you can see how the stories reflect her life. For example, she referred to herself as Ying Mei, which she used as her Chinese name, and her English name was Amy Tan. And so this name, Ying Mei, she actually uses as the main character in the Joy Luck Club. And this character, like her, connects both the Chinese and the American sides of her family. And this character in her story is really trying to connect the two and trying to learn of her heritage and learn of the past about her family and learn of the fears her mother and her grandmother shared and just see how her life is different and how she has so many more opportunities than they did and how bad their life really was. In reference of Carmen Curtin's Woman Becoming a Feminist Critical Analysis of Mother-Daughter Relationships in Amy Tan's The Joy Luck Club and The Kitchen God's Wife. This article, I really, I just love this one line that she uses and I really think it summarizes how or why Amy Tan's The Joy Luck Club is so important. And this line says that in patriarchal society, social expectations of female roles divide mother and daughter. And I really think that's why Amy Tan used this relationship between, between mothers and daughters because they both have different point of views and they're not the same. And so there you can see both the mothers and her ideas and everything that she's come from and the daughter her different point of views and how she was raised and how it changes everything for her and in this article she just really explains this is the key point that makes the story and what makes them the, both the mother and the daughter makes them so important. So in 1993, the Joy Luck Club was created into a movie, and this became the first movie that had an all-Asian-American cast and creators. And there's actually a New York Times article by Andrew R. Chow from last September, and he talks about how the movie was so important until it wasn't important anymore. And he really talks about that it wasn't important anymore because Crazy Rich Asians came out. And this movie, he says, started a whole new era. And there was actually a hashtag in August of last year. And 
the hashtag was Asian August. So after learning about all of Amy Tan's background in her life and everything that she went through and how she incorporated it into the Joy Luck Club and how the Joy Luck Club, how important it was and eventually how important the movie was, I really hope that you enjoyed all of this information and you learned a few things about Amy Tan and maybe you'll end up wanting to read some more of her novels or her stories. And, well, thank you for coming and listening to my podcast. See you all soon.